Hello, this is Dennis Thomas with Things That Matter, where we speak about everything from faith to finance and all things in between. So I am back. Uh, Our goal here is to be equipped with the tools that we need to successfully navigate this complex world. Boy, is our world complex, especially nowadays. But one of the topics I was thinking about lately is something called obstacle thoughts. So I said that kind of slow, right? Obstacle thoughts, but it's okay. My brain is catching up, right? Uh, This is a word I can say, obstacle, right? But I was listening to a podcast a long time ago. Uh, Brooke Castillo, I brought her name up before. She has, uh, she's a life coach, but she has this model. And I spoke about this model on one of my previous podcasts about how your thoughts uh, lead everything. So first your circumstance comes in, right? The circumstance is neither negative nor positive. It's right in the middle, right? It's nothing. And it's our thought that leads to the next set of scenarios and almost like leads to the future outcome of whatever we are facing. So our thoughts lead to our feelings, which lead to our actions, which lead to our results, Right, So it's kind of in this model, circumstances, feelings, thoughts, actions, results. And no matter, if we look at our results and we kind of track them back, it always starts with whatever our thought process is. And I think about that often when I think about if you were to tell somebody a situation that you went through, right? Like something that was very stressful. Just recently at work, I was working on a project with a few of my team members and because we're in a virtual world right now we are doing virtual meetings and we did a virtual meeting via adobe connect and that meeting didn't go well and we got off the call and we felt a little bit defeated because we put in so much time to try to make this thing right and it it ended up in the well after that meeting it didn't work out things didn't go according to plan It wasn't a full disaster, but it wasn't good. And the feeling that I have, right, about that would be different than if I explained it to you what happened. You know, you'd probably feel bad for me. You'd probably tell me that stinks. You'd probably tell me it's okay, right? But you might not have the same feeling or thought about that that I had because you weren't in it, right? Or if I told you I lost my job, right? Our thoughts about that would probably be different. Our feelings about that would probably be different. You'd be able to have empathy for me, probably. But you probably wouldn't have the same feeling if it happened to you. And so we could see here that it's not the circumstance that leads to our thoughts or our feelings. It's our thoughts that lead to the feelings. It's what we think about it. Because someone could say, I lost my job yesterday, but I'm happy about that because now I could finally do the thing I've always wanted to do. And the other person could look at it and say, oh no, I'm in trouble, right? And it's all based upon the thoughts that we have. So this episode about obstacle thoughts is really us thinking about some of these negative thoughts that we have where our brain is trying to tell us something that is going to go wrong or tell you something that you can't do, right? Like if you told yourself that I want to make $500,000 this year, I want to make $250,000 this year, and and you're the type of person, 
right now that that maybe you make less than that, right? Maybe you make a hundred thousand. To think that you can make two hundred fifty thousand sounds wild potentially, right? Or five hundred thousand sounds wild. Your brain is going to tell you all the reasons why you can't do that. Your brain sometimes just tells you a bunch of things that are going to go wrong. When you put your head down to sleep, you start thinking about all these things that can go wrong. What if I don't have enough money to pay all my bills? What if I fail at work tomorrow when I'm in front of my boss? What if I am not able to provide for my children the way I want to? What if I'm not able to keep that relationship together with my wife? Right? There's all these thoughts that you have in your brain where your, your brain is telling you you can't do something. right? And our brain does it to protect us. But what we want to understand here, these are, these, these are those obstacle thoughts that I'm speaking about. Now, when I deal with these types of situations, there's a few things that I think about. One is that I have to get it outside my brain to review. Because right now, I'm inside my brain and I'm getting all these negative thoughts and I'm trying to use my brain that's really there to protect me to try to overcome some of these obstacle thoughts. And it can be difficult because your brain is still reminding you that you can't do something. But when you put it down on paper and you're able to get it outside of your brain, I think what it does is it allows us to review it from a different view. It's almost like if you were to tell somebody and get another opinion You're getting it from a different view, someone that's not involved, someone that probably does not think the same way you think to tell you that you can't do something. So what I do is I try to get this written down, all my negative thoughts, and decipher which ones are real and which ones are not. Because some of the thoughts that we have in our brain, they're not all real. Just because you think about it doesn't make it real. Just because I think that crossing a bridge is somehow dangerous or somehow going to get me injured doesn't mean that that's actually real. Just because I think that moving my family from one state to another state for the purpose of a job is going to somehow be the wrong move doesn't make it wrong. Right? It's just our brain trying to protect us and telling us these thoughts. And what we're trying to do is decipher which ones are real and which ones are not. Because when we're able to do that, we can remove some of the junk that gets placed in our brain. And we're actually writing down everything that we think at this point. Sometimes our brains think that our thoughts are 100% true, but that's not the case. Just because they're true for us doesn't mean that they're actually true. Now, we can listen to our thoughts, but the difference is whether or not we believe our thoughts. And the reason why we're writing these things down on a piece of paper is because we're trying to decipher which one's real or not. And we're trying to see which ones I should believe and which ones are simply just not true. Writing it down also helps us realize what negative thoughts that we have that are habitual or unconscious. One of the scary things that we do sometimes is we think negative thoughts about maybe the same topic. Or we think negative thoughts about the same things, right? Like on a daily basis, we start thinking negative thoughts about something. Am I going to be safe when I drive to work? Should I get on that plane? Should I talk to that person, right? We we start to, to have these negative thoughts and they become so habitual that we think that way unintentionally. 
And that part's scary when we start doing things negatively by habit. And I was talking to Noah, our eight-year-old, one day. Noah sometimes has this propensity of thinking negative about things. And I said to Noah, be careful about that. Because if you do that on a regular basis, your brain thinks that's normal. And then every time you walk out the door, you start thinking about what may happen that's negative. And you do that over and over, it becomes habitual. And then all of a sudden, you're doing it unconsciously. And guess what? Your brain thinks that it's real. You think that it's real. You don't just listen to these thoughts. You actually believe them. And the person next to you does not believe them because they think differently. That person is doing things with intention. Maybe they're aware of some of their thoughts and they try to remove it. And what I try to do is I try to be aware of my thoughts. And anything that is not positive, I try to remove it. I don't want to think that COVID-19 is going to get me. I don't want to think that coronavirus is somehow going to catch me. It doesn't mean that because I think that it's not going to happen. It's just the way that I choose to think. What we want to do here is we want to try to manage our thoughts. The same way that we try to manage money, where we stay on top of it. We track it every day. We keep a budget. We keep a spreadsheet. We speak to people. We get opinions. We get advice. We want to do the same thing with our thoughts because our thoughts are the biggest obstacle that we have in our lives that could either prevent us from doing something or help us get to where we want to be. And if we are aware of that, that allows us to put ourselves in a good position to win. And what we're trying to do every day is win. We want to be successful. One of the coolest things that I learned from Brooke Castillo is that our thoughts are optional. Now, I remember one time saying that to one of my friends, and they seemed to be surprised to hear that, and they almost didn't believe it. But guess what, guys? Our thoughts are optional. And if we understand that our thoughts are optional... This allows us to think what we want to think. Even if our brain tells us something otherwise, we get to choose whether or not we believe that or we're just going to listen to it. Basically, what I'm trying to say is we don't have to think this way. And sometimes it's easier for us to think the thoughts that our brains are telling us and harder to challenge them. But what I'm telling you today is that we need to challenge some of the thoughts in our brain. Otherwise, our brain will tell us what it wants. One of the things that I like to do, and in the last episode that I spoke about, it's sugar. Part of me telling my brain what to do is because I want, to, I want for this to kind of translate into other thoughts that I have. So if I tell my brain that you're not going to get sugar, it's because I want to tell my brain what to do. My brain sometimes thinks that I need it, and then my body listens to that, and all of a sudden, I'm eating sugar. But I know that I don't need that. And I know that that thought is optional. So whenever that thought comes into play, I just disregard it. Now, it's not always easy. But I think when we have this mindset that we're doing things with intention, when we have this mindset that our thoughts are optional, when we have this mindset that not everything that we're thinking is actually true, then this, I think, is the benefit, the strength that we have to be able to overcome some of these thoughts. Now, when we think otherwise then our brain gets the best of us. And if we let it go too long and it becomes unconscious and habitual, watch out. We could go a few years without thinking anything was wrong with some of the decisions that we made. 
And one of the last things I want to say is tell other people about some of your thoughts and get their opinion. I think that getting or having a group of people, whether it's a parent, uh, a brother, sister, your spouse, a friend, a colleague, someone that you could provide some of your thinking to and get their opinion, I think is so valuable. Because sometimes in our head, we can only see things from a certain view. You get someone else that sees it from another view. Someone else that's not emotionally involved. Someone else that hasn't been thinking about this for so long. Someone else that may not think the way you think. It's such a clear way. It's almost the same way as putting it down on a piece of paper where you're getting the thought outside of your head. You're not using your same old thinking to try to solve a problem that your brain doesn't really want you to solve in the first place. (laughs) Tell other people about your thoughts. I love this topic right here because our brain, our mind, is such a valuable tool that we have It's there to help us, but we also have to make sure that we manage it accordingly. Because if we don't, it could get the best of us. And I think we want to win. We don't want it to get the best of us. We want to be in control and we want to be in charge. So thank you for your time. Have a great week. Have a safe week. I know we are all, in a way, quarantined. But we'll get through this. We'll be better on the other end. And I can't wait to get back out there. On my last episode, I made a little mention. Please email me if you have any questions. Things that matter 11 at gmail.com. That's things that matter 11 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for walking with me uh, these last uh, two years, I think. I have to go check my my log. But thank you so much for all the support uh, that you've given just listening and. I'm praying for everyone out there. So the next time we meet, we'll continue on our journey where learning is our destination. Have a great week. Thank you.